I want to inform you before I begin with the Rector's Report that we do officially have a quorum. Woohoo! Thank you for coming. Um, let's give ourselves a hand. I don't know if we make that. That's good. Um, we also have four new vestry members elected. Thank you so much, vestry. Yay. I've, I've also been informed in this note that I have been voted out. So I think this is my last uh, Rector's Report. You know? I thought it would be worse than that. This is way better than being tarred and feathered or ridden out on a rail. Um, I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, does anybody watch Star Trek? Yeah, so Star Trek, I mean, obviously, it's a historic show. It's been around forever. Um, but there's a line in Star Trek that, like, if something is going to happen, there's a mission that's about to be accomplished. There's uh, a command that's been given on the bridge. There's a word that kicks that into motion. Does anybody know what that is? Engage, yes. Enga I can't say it like Patrick Stewart. I think, I think Picard is the best sayer of engage. Um, but basically, if you hear engage, it means it's time to get moving. We're going to do the thing. Um, whatever has not uh, been started yet is about to start, and we're going to get after it. And I'm, I think that is the word for us in 2024. Uh, we are going to consider together as a parish, what does it mean for us to engage? Um, this past year continues to be uh, a year where we have seen growth. We are in a dynamic place. This church is healthy. Um, we are thriving. We are seeing all sorts of um, depth of discipleship and dynamic um, energy um, in the parish and outside the parish. Um, we've got new members of every demographic. There are 68 of you this year. Welcome, especially if you're here at the annual meeting for the first time. This is what you signed up for. This is what we do. We only do it once a year. Um, we've had growth in beloved programs, new initiatives in worship, formation, and outreach. We've had an expanded public presence in the city, which has been really cool. Um, and it's just kind of clear that God's up to something good here. Like, you can feel it. That's why people, when people come, they're like, there's a vibe, there's an energy, like, things are happening. And um, so I want us to recognize that and say, okay, as that is true, um, how will I be someone that engages St. Paul's this year? Um, lots of different ways to do it. You could engage within the parish, okay? Um, there are lots of beloved programs and things coming back. You guys are coming back to church, which is kind of nice. Like, we've been seeing pre-pandemic levels in the pew, which is wonderful. Um, and so, like, and honestly, if you're here at the annual meeting, you're a shower-upper, like you're here. Um, but, like, again, if you're watching online, like, if worship ha has been the thing that you're like, I just got to get back, and I don't know, maybe that's the invitation this year is to, like, engage in worship. If it's Sunday morning, cool. We have a 5 o'clock service. That's pretty good. We have a 7.30 service if you need early. Um, we also have morning prayer on Facebook every day, Monday through Friday at 8.15. We have a daily Holy Eucharist over here at noon. Like, worship is the first, the, the kind of the primary thing we do um, to remember who we are and to be trained to be the kind of people that live God's mission in the world. So consider, is worship kind of where you're being called um, to engage this year? There's also engagement uh, in our parish and Christian formation. There's, uh, we had the lots of new offerings with formation, classes, the Lantern Initiative has been a huge new offering that's been really popular um, and has been connecting with people. Um, there's small groups that are happening, there's affinity gatherings, like 
is the place you're being called to engage in one of those kind of areas? Are you being, is there an obvious invitation to plug in there? Um, or there's like internal engagement with like volunteering, our children and youth ministry. Like basically, where can you share your gift? What is the gift that you have to share? Um, oh, I also wanted to say that when it, we think about internal engagement, it, part of that also is the way we live together as a community. Um, so like when you are here and you see someone that is new and you welcome them, that is really important engagement. Um, when you think about not just talking to the people you already know, but being like, how could I reach out and connect with that person? Even if that person is somebody that's been here a while, cool. Like building those threads of connection across our parish makes us a better community. Um, likewise, the pastoral care that we do for each other. Like if you are ill and somebody shows up at your house and brings you a casserole, St. Paul's was with you. You know, like we we don't go to St. Paul's, we are St. Paul's. Um, and the clergy, like, have a role, but we ain't the church. We are the church, right? So just think about, there's also those simple ways of engagement that are pretty standard and just kind of come with the flow and pace of life. Um, but we, that's a, the way that we take care of each other can be a way that we're engaging internally. Similarly, you might be in a place where the call is to engage externally. I mean, there's a ton of opportunities at, that are happening in this community to get involved, to get out in the, in the community. We are engaging our city in really dynamic ways. And I'm not just talking about in the kind of direct service things that we're doing, like Love Literacy or the Laundry Love, the Backpack Program, Kids Cafe. Um, those are really important things. Um, in fact, like, pay attention if you want to know, hey, where's the deepest need for volunteers because I'm feeling a tug? Talk to that deacon right there. That diakonos will tell you exactly where the need is and how to plug in and, and how to, to, to make the kind of maximum impact. Um, but there's also ways that St. Paul's engages our city externally that um, are unseen. Did you know that we host like 40 different nonprofits every year that use our building for different things? Um, well, I should say before the pandemic, it was about 40 and it's coming back um, up to that level. But like if you're a not-for-profit in this town and you want to use the Calhoun Room, we let you use it free of charge. You know, we're, we're hosting retreats all the time, like board retreats, um, staff retreats um, for different nonprofits in town at the station here on campus. These are ways that we engage our city. Love Literacy is a convener in our city for conversations around reading and justice. So they hosted Emily Hansford this past year. Um, for a citywide conversation. These are all things happening at St. Paul's, and you have an opportunity to be involved in that. Is the call that's happening in you for an external thing? Um, the gospel reading today is a reading where we've got several different stories from Mark happening, but I wanted to draw your attention to the demons, because it's the annual meeting. Thank you for laughing at that. Um, so in, of all the stories, one of the ones, they're all kind of, they all have quirks and are interesting and are a little angular in their own right. But we get one of those stories in this section of Mark where Jesus encounters someone that is demon-possessed, frees them from this possession, and then the demons know who Jesus is and he won't let them say anything. Right? It's like, D -d 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 -d. don't tell anybody who I am. Right? Which you would think 
is like the opposite of what we're trying to do with this whole Jesus thing, right? Like, aren't we supposed to be telling people? Like, isn't the point for Jesus to like kind of spread the word? And you see lots of instances where this happens. Somebody gets healed and Jesus is like, don't tell anybody that this happened. Um, the demons come out, don't tell them who I am. It's called the messianic secret. Um, and there's lots of speculation as to like the role that this plays in the gospels, what's actually going on. But one of the things I have loved in the framing of this secret is the scholars that draw a distinction between investigative mysteries and uh, revelational mysteries. And here's what I mean. Um, an investigative mystery, invest, investigative, that's a harder word to say in the pulpit than you think. Those are mysteries that are like a procedural. This is like, uh, like last night I watched The Haunting in Venice, the Agatha Christie remake with Kenneth Branagh. Um, like that, that's an investigative mystery. There's an unknown thing that happens, and then you like follow the clues, you interview the suspects, and by the end, the thing that was unknown becomes known, and there's no more mystery. You investigated it, you figured it out. A revelational mystery is different. It's a mystery, it's an unknown that can't be known. And yet, in spite of its unknownness, it evokes awe, it evokes wonder, fascination, and astonishment. The messianic secrets that Jesus is calling us into, these unknowns, are revelational mysteries. They are mysteries that are like, man, God is up to things in this world. I can't see all of it. I can't even understand it all. And I am amazed by it. Which is why engagement is our word for this year because what we do in response to that is throw up our hand and go, okay, God, how do I get involved in this holy mystery, in this thing that you're up to? What's the thing that I'm going to do? How do, how do I get to, to play my part? Um, because our chief engagement in this whole St. Paul's thing is with Jesus Christ. Jesus is why we're about this. Uh, Jesus is the reason that the world is being made whole through Jesus' resurrection. And we want to be part of that work. That's what we are up to. Even when we're like presenting budgets and electing vestry, all of it is oriented toward that Jesus thing. Um, because Christianity is not a set of doctrines to be believed. It is a path to be walked. It is a way of living in the world. Again, we don't go to St. Paul's. We are St. Paul's. We are the church. And so I want to invite you in whatever way you feel a tug to be engaged or whatever ways you're already engaged to do it on purpose, to let there be intention, to be like, oh, this is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm leaning in. Yep, that's my thing, right? Because the more we do that and pay attention to those things together, the more our light shines and people can see what's going on here and praise our Father who's in heaven. So let's let our light shine in 2024, y'all. Amen.